0: Hi, I'm Gemma Montgomery and welcome to the Excel with Ease business podcast, bringing together service-based business owners in the aesthetic, medical health and wellness sector. Here, we discuss different topics to help you grow a thriving business with ease, supporting our ultimate life vision. Hi there, welcome to this week's podcast episode, I'm your host Gemma Montgomery and before we dive in I just want to say a huge thank you to each and every one of you that takes time out of your precious day to listen to the ramblings and things that I have to say and talk about which hopefully wherever you are are of some help um, to you and I'm of some service to you that you know the best that I can be. So a huge thank you and thank you for your really kind messages as well. So this week's podcast episode is all about fasting from social media and I want to talk about the big learns that I've had from my recent 40 day social media break. So fasting for social media, taking a break from social media for 40 days is something that I've done now for the past three years. And I do it every year for Lent and every year, each time I do it, it feels completely different. And thinking about it, I suppose that's normal because each and every year we've got different things going on in our life. So sometimes we might be feeling a little bit more pressured, a little bit more stressed and needing... A break and to kind of go off grid and then other times we might be in a different period of life where we're in transition or we're in growth feeling different inside and again you know taking the break at these different periods is going to feel completely different each time and it has done for me this year has felt completely different to the first time I ever did it was which was when we um, went into the pandemic and the lockdown with COVID. So I'll talk a little bit into that and explain why it's felt different. And yeah, hopefully you'll get some good takeaways, some good tips, and it might be something that you fancy trying yourself. So when I first did the social media 40 day fast, I was at a time in my life where things were really, really hectic. We literally just relocated the whole family um, to a different part of the country, we've we've gone more north, where we live now is a lot more rural, but I absolutely love it because it's close to the things that I enjoy, we've got hikes on our doorstep, forests, we're not far from the coast, we've got sort of lovely little um, towns and villages and where we live, um, nice kind of restaurants and cafes and pubs on the doorstep, so... But anyway that's by the by when i first did it it was quite stressful because we just relocated i was trying to settle and commuting back and forth to work it wasn't easy for me to transition i found it a lot more difficult than my husband and, and the kids i'm quite a home bird and I, I like that feeling of familiarity i don't know what it is whether it's just how i am i'm quite a sensory kind of person so Um, I kind of tend to go with my feelings a lot. So it was really strange to have no rootage where I was or no memories from sort of childhood upwards other than the memories that I was making in, in those present moments. So it was difficult and my husband was, he wasn't settled in employment. He was in the middle of just embarking on a new career, completely different career path altogether, retraining we were at a sort of quite a difficult point financially. So I was up and down the country training and I used to train for a company called Cosmetic Courses. So yeah, it was a really sort of stressful time. And when I took the break, I just felt a complete sense of ease. And it, that was really how I felt, I suppose, in the first lockdown, because suddenly control was taken out of my own hands and I actually enjoyed just that surrender and giving up control and I've there was nothing that I could do there was I couldn't go out I couldn't work I did I I just had to surrender and not worry about money Um, it it was such a lovely time to kind of embed and get used to where I was living and find you know new sort of places to walk and I got stuck into the garden. It was almost like I was planting my own roots. We all remember the weather was lovely and sunny. And because I'd been running my business for so many years, um, and then obviously I'd taken on the training as well, for me, the, the, the biggest takeaway from the lockdown and from not being on social media at that point in time was I loved not having that extra noise and that disruption in my mind. Because sometimes it used to feel like I had 20 browsers open in my mind. And trying to hold all that information in your head sometimes is really difficult. Um, people communicate with you from all different angles. Um, even if you have got a booking system, it's people have different queries, different questions. Obviously, there's lots of other things to sort as well. And so I, I remembered for the first time coming off social media and in that first lockdown what it felt like not to have all that extra noise going on in the background and it just brought everything back to simplicity. A bit like when you're a child, just the way that it should be, all completely present and I absolutely loved it. And then the second time I did it the year after, it was a little bit of a similar feeling but I was a more settled then so yeah, it felt similar, but I think the takeaway I got from the second time I did it was productivity. So I got a lot more done. I remember doing something, a task that I'd literally taken me like six years to try and get to the bottom of this task, and came off social media and not having that extra time. I realized that I might be scrolling and communicating with people when I didn't need to, and that just just being more productive was the takeaway I got from it that time. Uh, now this year it's felt a little bit different so I want to discuss five big takeaways, five big learns that I've had at this time from my social media fast. So two and a half years on I feel a lot more settled where I am it's not that I ever didn't like where I was. I've always knew you know known it was the right decision, and I love the environment. I love where I am, but as I say, that feeling of newness and unfamiliarity was something that i I did struggle with so two and a half years on, it's starting to feel a lot more like home when I travel back down to see clients at the clinic or when I'm doing training sessions driving back now, it feels like, ah, like I'm driving home, which is a really nice feeling to have. Uh, So yeah, two and a half years on being here, I'm more kind of now in a ready for new things kind of growth period. I'm really lucky that the clinic's established, new people still booking on and the training is still in its infancy, even though I've been a trainer for a long time, obviously having my own training company when you're only a couple of years in, you know, one to two years in because of the pandemic, things are still, like I say, in their infancy. So I'm kind of in that ready to build, ready to venture into new territory as well. I'm going down more of the um, the property and the asset route. So part of that is obviously my age now. I'm, I'm in my 40s and I need to be thinking about security. I've no corporate pension or government pensions, but also just the location that I'm in. It's not as easy for me now to to get down to the clinic all the time. Um, It's not easy to do training there all the time. I can't be there six days a week. So it's in the back of my mind, it's important to start building something new where I am and something different. So what I don't want to do, I could obviously take the clinic a lot further up here But I've kind of been there and done that and I don't want to just repeat the past to me that would just be mind-numbing and exhausting. So don't get me wrong, I will do, obviously, people up here and I do, but I'm not taking it to the same level as I took it when I was um, back down in, in Halifax, West Yorkshire. So yeah, so a completely different phase of life that I'm in. So... Learn number one was not being present on social media didn't actually make a blind bit of difference to bookings and revenue and profit in the business that is already established and that's quite important for me really because it's when when you have kind of two businesses running it's hard sometimes to know where to put your focus but you know, the 40 days showed that people still use the booking system. People would still message anywhere that they could and via email or via the works mobile phone. And it also made me think about how I communicate with my clients directly. So we can get a bit lazy sometimes and we can tend to do everything by social media, but not everybody is on social media. So if you're in the infancy stage of your business obviously you're going to be in that kind of list building phase and everybody that comes through the clinic door you want you know you're going to want to get them on a database an email you're going to want all their emails down so you can you can speak to them directly but I'm really lucky that I've already got a a big database for that so it made me kind of think how do I speak to people directly and get out of those lazy habits that I'd kind of formed just doing everything through social media so it really made me start to think about speaking directly with people again and and telling them what's going on and giving them some education around you know certain treatments in the clinic and so that was the big learn for me that I'd got a little bit lazy but not being present every day on social media didn't make one bit of difference to the business that's that's already established Learn number two, having no presence on social media will definitely hinder the growth of a new emerging business. And the reason being is you're just not fully established yet. So if people don't know about you and what you have to offer, how can you expect them to want to take up an offer of the services that that you have to offer? So for me, that would be the training side of things. For me, there was many times I had things I wanted to say to current and prospective new clients, but I couldn't because of the social media break. And it definitely, definitely would and, you know, it definitely did affect the bookings. But that's fine. It's it's meant to be for me at this moment in time because... We've been in a bit of a transition with with Dave's role at work. And if I'd have had a sudden influx of a lot more people wanting to train than I expected, I would have actually struggled to, to fit those people in. So for me, it suited my circumstances. But if you're new and emerging within your business, having no social media presence is definitely, definitely going to hinder the growth of your business. You need to remind people that you're there. You need to be visible and you need to let people know how you can help them and how you can help them with the problems and the things that they may be struggling with. If you don't intend on using social media for your business, then you really do have to get creative and come up with new creative ways and strategies to market yourself to your particular ideal clients. But I can only talk about my experiences and learn number two was definitely having no presence on social media will hinder the growth of your business and it'll hinder not only people coming through the door and using your services, but if you want to kind of build your list and get like-minded clients onto your list and speak to them directly, your list isn't going to grow Um, if you're, you know, if you've got no social media presence. So that was my second big learn. Okay, so learn number three, I realised that social media marketing takes up a hell of a lot of time. And this was a big realisation for me. I kind of thought, gosh, how, how do I juggle all this? It's actually a really, really impossible task. You can't excel and be you know, not everything that it takes, every cog, every wheel it takes to run your business, you, not everything in your business is your zone of genius. And although there's an element of fun around social media marketing, and sometimes you feel that there's only you that can do it, what I realized was, I actually need more help with it. And if I get new, if I've got new help, I can be a lot more focused, more planned and more strategic in what i do and the messages that i put out so for for the help that i've got now what we're doing is we're literally plotting out for the year we've got an editorial calendar we know where we're going we know where our focus is and we know that all our posts have to achieve a specific goal so i knew that anyway and that was always the way i operated but when you've got somebody else working with you you're more accountable and you have to follow through on everything that you say so for me it was taking up a hell of a lot of time, time where I could have been training people, time where I could have been in clinic. Just things that if it was somebody else's zone of genius, they'd be able to do a hell of a lot quicker than what I could do. So it's really important for me to still create the content. It's my my thoughts, my my ideas. I've had the experience, say, for the training company for the last twelve years, so I couldn't get somebody who's worked in marketing to to start doing that for me. But if I, I'm happy to create content. If somebody else can literally, logistically, do the putting on social media, handling messages and things like that. So, um, that was a big, big learn for me about how much time it actually does take and eating. And if it's eaten into too much time, it can really reduce your productivity and your profit levels in other areas. Learn number four, I learned big time that I do need connection with like-minded people and social media is a way that I get this. So for me, the groups that I'm in, so I'm in different groups for different things, different groups for aesthetics, Different groups for um mindset work, different groups for the obviously the new group that I'm in now that's more geared towards the um the property side of things. And the groups are really, really, really essential for me to help keep me motivated, keep me inspired, help with specific things, questions that I might have on on different things and different projects, and it helps to keep me accountable. I also realized as well how much I need in-person connection with like-minded people and what I have done since being off um, for 40 days is I've really made 100% more effort with this and this has been invaluable so as well as the groups being really beneficial I can't just rely on that I have to make more effort with people that I feel are like-minded and lastly learn number five scrolling on social media which we probably all know adds absolutely nothing to me all it does is it eats into my productivity my inner peace and my family time and if i'm honest i think it's scrolling that that sneaks upon us and we're kind of unaware of it so you might nip on for something important it might be something to do with your kids messages from from school or some dance class that they have or football or you might go on like me to to check in on one of the groups that you're in and you 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 come out of the group and before you know it you've suddenly you know you're scrolling scrolling and scrolling for ages down the page time's passed and you're thinking actually what what have i gained from this how has this helped me how has this moved me further to my goals further towards the person that I want to be if we're not careful we know comparison can creep in without knowing all sorts of of different things can happen so I'm just I've made my mind up that I'm just not open for that anymore I'll be really strategic in how I use social media so for me I'll there's a way that you can go onto the page where you can just look at groups only I don't want to miss important notifications with the kids. Like Ava's just had a really big dance show and all the information for the dance show went on there. Um, the groups that I'm in is really important. I have to check in on those daily. But it's absolutely of no use to me to know what someone that I might have met for 20 minutes 10 years ago is having for the tea or looking through their holiday pics. It's just not really serving me at all. And we all know that social media is designed that way. It's designed for addiction. It's designed to get those dopamine hits. So you've just just got to be really come aware of how it's doing that and you start to use social media rather than it using you. Um, so for me, I get a lot of valuable information and a lot of connection feeling from the groups that I'm in. But in-person connection, I've realised, is, is so important as well. And lastly, this is still kind of under my last learn of number five, I've decided to be really mindful of what I post. So on the feed, my normal feed, I won't just share things just for the sake of it. I need to think, what am I actually putting out there? What's What energy is going out into the world? Is it serving people? Is it helping people in any way? Or is it um, coming from a place of what you can get I can get is it feeding negativity so that has made me really more mindful of how I use it not just what I check in on but what I I kind of put out there as well is is really important and if you're just kind of sharing stuff willy-nilly like pictures of your tea or blah 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 every time you get a notification or a ping it, it's another distraction so I just think again it eats into your time, eats into your inner piece, wondering what 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 did they say, and now I've got to respond to this and blah blah blah. Whereas if you're away from that and away, away from from the scrolling and the endless feed disruption and just using it to check in with, you know, the groups that you're in or or just those people that you want you, you need to know, family it might be that live elsewhere, you want to see what they're doing, that might be how you communicate. But I'm just obviously a lot more, more mindful now. And just before I leave it there, I just want to add as well, it's not just about social media, it's about phones in general. And I'm really, really guilty of this, of, of having sort of no routine sometimes in how I use the phone and when I check in on emails. So it's always taking it back to being really disciplined with yourself. What time of the day is in your diary to check in on your emails what time of day is in to put the social media post out to respond to social media and it's so it's so easy to slip back into those bad habits so it's really made me tighten up and, and become a lot more disciplined again as well so short and sweet i hope that helped like i say it's different for me every year but these are just the five learns that i i took away this time If you can, I encourage you to give it a go. It doesn't have to be for for 40 days like me. Maybe you could try it for a week and just see how you feel and and when you come back to it, what what changes you want to implement. You might really miss it. You might feel like it's a big part of your life and a big void that's missing. There's no right, again, no wrong with anything, but it's just all about self-awareness, exploration, being curious and just learning a little bit more about yourself, I guess. So I hope that helps and I'll see you soon. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to the Excel with Ease podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered some useful takeaways. Please rate, review and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And as always, pass to a friend who you think will find the content super useful.